0: Being here and speaking out loud, you are consenting to have yourself on my podcast, which will be out in the world on iTunes, Libsync, etc. I am not a financial expert. I am a person who has made money, lost money, made great investments, made awful investments, learned stuff in between, which is why I'm here. My mission is to empower people financially, and by doing this, I hope to save you some steps, you know? So, what I do here is I just open up the floor and we just start talking about stuff. And thus, everyone's sitting close, no one's hiding in the back, everyone's actually participating. The one thing I ask is that when you have a question, step up to the mic. So if anybody has a question to start with about anything having to do with money at all, please step up to the mic, otherwise I'm going to be vamping for an hour. (laughs) That's going to be crazy. Volunteers are welcome to talk as well. Um, So money. Money. You know what? Let's do this. Can somebody unwrap that mic for me? I'm going to start by asking you guys a question. I'm going to take anybody anywhere this mic will reach and just say, you're going to pass it to one of them, thank you. What does money mean to you? Paying bills and being able to go to places like GamerCon, Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. How about security and your future? Do you ever think of that? That's what savings accounts and retirements and IRAs and 401ks and all of that is for. Great. Right. Who takes care of your IRAs and your investments? My boss. Okay. Who is the person who needs those investments the most? Probably my kids after I'm dead. You. <laughs> How old do you expect to live to? Oh, who knows? I'm like already 40. 46 now. Who knows? You're, I already got grandkids. You may be halfway there. Yeah. You know, depending on your health, right? Yeah how so let's say you let's say just pick a number 80. okay all right you want to shoot a little farther no okay all right (laughs) not really You you don't have to how long do you want to work uh probably 65. okay so you got 15 years in there with no income you have to cover yeah um what about things like disability and Insurance, health insurance, and stuff like that—are you covered for that stuff? Yeah, I work in an insurance office. Perfect, <laughs> you're so covered. So for that 15 years, you know, you need to make sure you're taken care of. Right now, your boss is minding that store. How invested is your boss in that 15 years of your life?
1: Uh, since I haven't paid one penny into the
2: 401 or anything, mm-hmm. he pays it all.
0: Well, <laughs> he's, he's pretty invested. His money I live
2: upstairs. so he pays for
0: everything his money is invested
2: yes but his his heart is is
0: not after you quit working for him you're the one who should be more invested in what that money is all about and what it's doing you have the right to have a say in what happens with that money yeah you know there are ways and tools you can invest that money that will take care of you later does anybody in here know what passive income means all right um, Yes. Uh, we'll go here because the microphone's here. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Oh, she's going go to go the mic. You tell me and then you tell me. So you go first.
1: Uh, well, to me, passive income would be something, you know, something you do work and then you keep making money after that work is done. Yeah. So, like, for example, if you do, like, voice work on a Mass Effect game, making money from after that. You don't
0: that. make money after the after the game is done.
1: Oh, uh, well. Just so you know.
0: <laughs> As an example.
2: If <laughs> there are no were, residuals on games. Were, little oh, factoid.
0: Yeah, it used to be we would work as actors and we would get residuals, but you don't. Um, okay, so pass it back. How about you? Do you have a? Is that your understanding as well? Oh no, I was married to an attorney, so. Oh, <laughs> speak.
2: Um, it, it passive income is self-sufficient income. It's it's income that you don't have to work for. Uh, rental properties are a good example. They just if if property's paid off and it's bringing in rental, you know, monthly rental, you're. Um,
3: You're getting money every
0: month. Exactly. So, things like that. How many of you have ever heard the term passive income? All right, we're seeing a show about 30% of the people in the room. All right, for the other 70% in the room, welcome to your future. (laughs) For me, passive income has always been the holy grail because it's freedom. It's geographic freedom. You don't have to live in a particular place, it's economic freedom. And I find with passive income, you know the theory is you don't have to do anything but the truth is you do you have to mind the store you have to monitor those assets if you own rental property you have to supervise the property managers if you have our stocks are your thing you've got to keep an eye on that stuff if you're doing other things you've got to keep an eye on the system what passive income is is you've created a system and you just need to make sure the systems working so you don't have to be there there's two ways to make money with your body and with passive income does that make sense okay what's the thing anyone can speak up we've got the mic here just raise your hand and grab the mic what's the thing you hate most about money anyone okay 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 oh, okay we have how quick pass the bike because we're recording I want them to hear this
3: <laughs> how quickly it goes away you okay get paid and, and it's already spent
0: yeah Yeah. Do you guys know we live in the Matrix? Do you know that? How many of you know we live in the Matrix? Okay, there's a few of us that are awake in here. (laughs) And for the rest of you, you were never taught to be awake. The modern educational system, and I've said this before on this podcast, came to be, as my understanding is, during the Victorian era, when Great Britain ran a global empire from a tiny island in the Atlantic. How do you do that without computers? You standardize reading, writing, and math, and you teach people how to be your giant human supercomputer. How to be the cogs in your wheels so you can own the world. Are you going to teach them how to run the world? Anyone? No! Why would you? They'll take it. <laughs> you know? You had a thought? Oh, I was going to say, no. say no. Yeah, good, good. Jump in anytime. Um, actually, um, where's our tech guys? Are they here? And they're gone. They left. They're afraid. No sitting in the back. For those of you who just got here, move your butts up here. We do not sit in the back in this podcast. Um, so, given that, it's no surprise that you have no concept of what's being done to you. And I do mean it that way. I, I study a lot, and this is what I see right now. Because I study a lot, what I see evolves, and in two years I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know anything. Yes. Speak really loudly. Pass the mic back keep passing while you talk
3: Uh, basically
1: what you were just saying is is kind of right I I, I think I'm getting the gist you're talking about conformity in a sense right most people are taught you know stay in a line kind of follow these guidelines of just you know sit at your desk do your nine-to-five and then you're done for the day come back the next day nine-to-five sort of thing and you're not you're not really given the chance to Explore more and,
0: and you're not encouraged to yeah, you're not taught exactly. to for a variety of reasons There's behavioral issues behavioral reasons like we're humans and we need to stay together to be safe, right? We're vulnerable beings with no fur, you know and small teeth. We should stick together, you know um, However, we are predators, but anyway um, Yes, also it threatens the system if too many people are mavericks in the system And back before the Industrial Revolution, only the wealthy could have cool things. You know, wow, cool things, only the wealthy could have those. And then mass production happened, and suddenly the average Joe could have cool things. Well, if you think about it, once everybody's got a car, you're not going to need to make as many cars because everybody's got one. And back I think it was I'm not sure when it happened but sometime around the the 80s or so do you ever notice how your great your grandma's washing machine is still working but the new one you just bought breaks every six years there's a reason for that it's called planned obsolescence you know what obsolescence something's obsolete yeah they planned it they planned it to break so they can sell you a new one so printers right cars all this kind of thing So in order to drive demand, because the economy is all about supply and demand, right? They created advertising. Because once everybody's got the stuff, they're like, I got one, I'm good. I got boots, I'm good. I'm that way about clothes. I'm like, I got a black shirt. Why do I need another one? (laughs) um, That's not true about black shirts, but it is about other shirts. Um, Anyway, so I've got to follow my own point here. Come back, wandery brain. So advertising was born and mark this is why we live in the matrix marketing was born you are constantly fed information that tells you you're not enough just exactly like you are is anyone in here going to die if they don't get one more thing like actually die
3: <laughs>
0: Wow. Well, let's unwash that brain shall we um, someone raised their hand yes no you're not sorry you're not you're not going to die, but you're told you're not enough. Don't you have that anxiety like, I should, I should. It's because they study how to get into your brain. And let's look at food. You guys are not paying attention. Get over here closer, please. Let's look at food. Much of the food you're sold, if it comes in a package, there are tea, and comes from a large corporation, there are teams of people who wear lab coats, and their entire job is to come up with the most addictive form. I'm talking addictive, I'm talking technically addictive formula they can. So that you will come back, get your hard-earned dollars out of your pocket, and hand it to them. For that food that is not actually food. It is a collection of things you can't even pronounce. If your great-grandmother doesn't recognize it, it's not food. It's chemicals designed to hijack your, com- your cortexes and take your money. That's their business. That's how they stay in business. And speaking of business, you guys need to be aware that the United States in particular is largely run by corporations, not by the government as much. The government's now a figurehead. I know I sound crazy, but I really don't care. Uh, functionally speaking, because be, and that's because of the function of lobbyists. Like, do you fu- How many of you feel like the things that you wish the government would do, they're not doing? How many of you feel like that? Show of hands. There's a pretty good show of hands in here, yeah. Yeah, especially currently. I mean, you know, the reason that is, is that they're voting the loudest voice in their ear, which are the lobbyists. And lobbyists are called lobbyists because they used to come and sit in the lobbies and wait for the senators to come out so they could influence them. Those lobbyists are paid by corporations. They have the large pockets to pay them. Now, corporations have gone through this crazy evolution. It used to be the person who worked at a corporation got promoted and worked his way up to be CEO and ran it, and it went really well. Well, now we're in the days of the hired gun, and these hired guns are going for higher and higher and higher salaries. In the 80s, the average CEO's salary, how many of you here are hourly wage workers? How many of you guys work for hourly wages, right? How many of you wish they would raise the minimum wage? Anybody? Yeah, yeah, right? It'd be nice. They don't because they're concerned that they call it the cost of employment. Does that make sense? Yeah, that'd be too expensive. The cost of employment would be too high. Well, Here's a number for you. In the 1980s, the cost of employment of the average CEO, he made, he or she, well in the 80s he, made 30 times the average employee's wages. Okay, I'll swallow that pill because you're the expert. Today, that same CEO makes about 500 times. You talk to me about cost of employment, right? How many pairs of pants and shirts would y'all go out and buy if you got a raise? You'd buy a few right yeah yeah you would how many pairs of pants and shirts can that one CEO buy me and they're what's that right yeah they're not gonna you know if they're really indulgent they might have a <laughs> thousand really indulgent but if 500 employees can all go buy, you know two or three shirts you're talking 1500 shirts if they're really conservative and that doesn't count the pants you know I mean so when I'm saying this so that when you hear these arguments on TV, what's missing in that equation, why we were not taught about how to make money, is that they've taken this thing called critical thinking out of it. Do you guys familiar with the, the term critical thinking? It's when you can back up and go, why, why do I want this? Why do I think that's important? Why do I hate that politician? Well, I heard it over, oh. I heard it over there. Well, why did they say it? Do you know the story of the ham? Uh, Probably not, because I just said the ham. No one knows what the heck I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay, somebody knows the story of the ham. All right? So this uh, woman is, uh, or this family is making their Thanksgiving, they're making a ham, or Christmas, they're making a ham. The mom cuts off the end of the ham, and the daughter's like, why are you cutting off the end? she's like, I don't know. Let me call my mom. And her mom's like, I don't know. And her mom's still alive, so she calls her. She's like, why, are we cut, why did we cut the end of the ham off? She goes, well, our oven was really small, so that's the only way it would fit. <laughs> that's critical thinking in action. Like, why does this work this way? So when we look at money, I, my, I'll share my holy grails of money. are Make the world better. That's, I love money. I love it I don't give a crap about the stuff that's in my hand or the car I'm not a car I can drive person I love my Toyota 4Runner all day long you know I don't care about the fancy stuff what I care about is that I went to Thailand in 2006 and met some beautiful kids there and two of them wanted to go to university in their college and their family didn't have a penny and they would have gone to waste And for a very small sum of money, I was able to send those kids to college for the entire time. And that changed two families' futures forever. That's why I love money. That is the beauty of money. And haven't you all done something like that on a tiny scale? I know you have. Show of hands. Stick them up there high. Stop that. Yes. I mean, almost this entire room, right? Isn't that the world you want to live in? Say it out loud. I'm sorry. What? yes Yes. exactly so money's how you get there but we're not taught about it so what do you want to know I'll wait for hands and I'll just keep talking until I see a hand Does anybody want to ask any questions or make a complaint file a complaint about money right now I hate this about money why is it like that okay come up here please come up here and talk to me I love this this is my happy place I'm not into talking about me. I'm just talking about you guys.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, a lot of the problem right now is that everyone's getting into credit card debt.
0: Yes. So they spend what they don't have, then when they get the check for the boss, all the money goes to pay all those bills, and you're left with a small sum, so people feel like they can't save. Okay. So that's one of the complaints I have is the credit card stuff is just crazy. Right. and, and mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. How many, uh, well, you don't have to raise your hands because that's private. Just take a moment and everyone here think, how many people are carrying credit card debt? Yeah, thinking about it? Yeah. How much does that weigh? It weighs a lot, doesn't it? You were given the ability to rack up debt before you were given the knowledge of how to handle money. That's jacked up, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because the machine needed you to feed it. Do you want to feed the machine, or do you want to feed yourself? Say it out loud. Hello? Who wants to feed themselves? Yes. Who wants to feed their family? Yeah. Who wants to feed their friends and their kids? Not in that order. Um, (laughs) So you have to take it back. Anybody in here follow me on Twitter? You see my hashtag a lot, take it back. And I don't mean the government, although that's certainly a possibility I'm in. Um, but you've got to take it back, and that is your own life. Which, but you can't take back what you can't even see. You may walk out of here, some of you, and go, oh my gosh, and have this sort of epiphany of, I've been operating like what? And I bought all this stuff because of what? Oh no! And you may feel awful as you come to realize it. Don't do that. Let's peel the onion. The first layer of that onion is guilt. Take it out. If you do it from this day forward, yes, go ahead and feel guilty. Everything you did before, don't feel guilty. Where's the microphone? Who's got the microphone? Pass it up here. My Ayla needs it.
3: (laughs) Okay, yeah, so it's really funny that you bring that up because um, I, um, I have a problem with the CEO of a certain fast food a franchise. I won't say who because I don't want to name names. This
0: pod—this podcast—is not monetized. I will never—I will oh. never take a penny for it. We can name names.
3: Okay. Well, I'll—I'll I'll just say it then. Uh, Jimmy John's. I have a big problem with the CEO and founder of Jimmy John's, um, but I really love Jimmy John's veggie sandwiches. Right? Who doesn't? Because guacamole. Um, but I was thinking about it, and and I. Uh, At first, I was boycotting Jimmy John's because I had on, you know, just my principles that I wasn't going to support a CEO that says and does the things that he does sometimes. But I got thinking about it and I'm like, who am I really uh, hurting? I'm not hurting him, I'm hurting the people that work at my local Jimmy John's. Mm. Um, So I think when you say take it back and don't feel guilty, you know, my money is not necessarily going to I mean it is in in some way going to the CEO indirectly but um, I'm doing good in my local community by supporting a local business and buying food that therefore helps um, local workers
0: that's great that's a really great point and a really great perspective on it you know and it's one that I hadn't thought of as much I remember long time ago um, I was asked actually to audition for some Carl's junior um, commercials and I said no every single time because of the what I understood to be Carl Karcher's politics at the time which I thought were atrocious and I just said no and um, that's a different a different angle that was right at the CEO <laughs> but yours is different and you make an excellent point which is you know how many of you go to Starbucks? Wow, not as many as I expected. How many of you go to the local mom-and-pop coffee shop? That's awesome. That's at least equal, possibly slightly more hands. Supporting local mom-and-pop you know, businesses is an excellent thing to do. And I'm not saying all corporations are bad. There's some brilliant corporations out there, Tesla, you know, anything virgin. There's some beautiful people doing some amazing work out there you just have to get to know what's going on and how many of you feel overwhelmed by how much information comes at you in a day Wow okay yes yeah, so you're overwhelmed by that question aren't you <laughs> there's a lot that comes at us in a day I think I read somewhere that we are getting more, I'm a little limited by my cord here we are um, inundated with something like a thousand times more information in a day than our parents used to get in a year, or our grandparents used to get in a year. There's no way you can sort it all, right? But that doesn't mean you have to sort none of it. Start being mindful of the decisions you make, because you matter. Does anyone in here, show of hands, believe that that they can make any difference in the way things are in the world right now? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like 15% of you think you can make a difference. Not without money. <laughs> yeah. you, you have money. You spend, someone said, not without money. I repeat, your because I'm, you know, for all the people at home. You can make a difference to every single penny you spend. You know? Um, has anyone ever. Okay, cosplay. We do a lot of cosplay here, right? To make an entire cosplay rig, I mean, for some people that would be overwhelming, right? It's one stitch at a time. It's one staple at a time, and then holy cow, it's done. Economic change is the same. Does anybody in here call their representative? Show of hands. Oh my goodness. Almost as many people feel like they can change things. Hmm, look at that. Um, so those phone calls add up. Those little actions add up. Uh, Someone in the back who has called a representative, how long did it take you, time-wise, start to finish to make that call? Anyone just shout it out. Five minutes. Five minutes. Would you spend five minutes a day to change the world? Oh, come on. I'm going to ask you that. Yeah. Exactly. And that move right there, do you guys care about your world? Yes. Yes. so is you do care is the disconnect that you think you can't do anything about it nod something anyone or or is the disconnect you don't know what to do it's that you don't know what to do okay 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 so you can become conscious consumers that sounds really annoying liberal California and difficult what if you just pay attention to your money does that sound like more fun? Not really. OK, that sounds like fun for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm a money nerd. <laughs> um, what if you could put yourself in charge? Does that sound appealing? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, if it sounds appealing to you, shout out yes. 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 Okay. If it sounds appealing to you, no. 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 Okay, so why do you want to be children? Why do you want to be children? We've been civic children, and look where it's gotten us. You know, when you're a child, like, how many of you have kids? Right? Did you have the experience like I did, that you didn't realize how many places you were still a kid until you had kids? There's all this growing up you had to do that you didn't realize you hadn't done. Anybody here in a relationship? Shout it out because we're on the
3: radio.
0: Yes. How many of you realized when you were in that relationship a couple places maybe where you were not fully grown up that you didn't know about? Shout it out, yes or no? Yes. i yes. now. Yes. <laughs> okay, so some... You want to be kids. You want to be kids, right? I understand that. But that means you will have no control over what happens to you. Are you okay with that? Okay. No. All right. <laughs> we got one person who is, and you know what? absolutely go that do that if yeah. that's your happy place
2: parent
0: my parents,
2: yeah my my kids, parent my parents, yep. I get it I absolutely
0: get it and you know what you get to pick that yeah come on up into the microphone um you totally get to pick that but the majority and I'm not gonna say but because that's a valid choice and the majority of you said no I want to be in control of my life let's start with your cash
2: I think it's easier to be a kid because there's not as much guilt as when you're like an adult having to worry about money, having to worry about like other people's feelings and everything. When you're a kid, you don't care. Okay, no.
0: Let's talk about money and other people's Talk to me about money and other people's feelings. What does that mean to you?
2: So one of the biggest things that I learned is not only can you like not talk about money with your family, with your friends and anything, because if you make more, then you feel guilty because you make more but if you make less, that they feel guilty, that they make
0: more. Are and other so people's feelings of this, your responsibility? No.
2: Really. Okay. But, and I've realized that like, as I've grown Intellectually, up. Intellectually, yeah, but have
0: you got it in here? It's one of
2: those things that kind it of. It is. Of
0: this me. is a brilliant topic. I'm so glad you brought this up. Let's talk about guilt for a minute. Guilt is good for social order, is it not? Yeah. Guilt is good to make people behave right, right? But let's talk about behaving right is it right to sacrifice yourself for someone else? No, into no. the mic, yeah. No, Be-
2: because then you're not happy.
0: Right? Yes. It's
2: something that we basically grew up like, you have to think about your family, you have right. to think about everyone around you, right. and you have to kind of learn to like say, you know what, no, that's not how life works. This is interesting I, though. I come first.
0: Yeah, we, we can unwind this a little bit because it's actually not about guilt in some cases. It's about safety. What happens if you alienate all those people? Will you belong? No. And what happens if you don't belong? Are you in danger?
2: Technically, kind of. Primally. Yeah.
0: Like, there's, you have to realize how your brain functions, right? We've got, you guys know what the reptilian brain is, right? It's that thing that goes, run! You know, when you see a car or a tiger or something coming after you, run! You know? Mm-hmm. That thing is threatened by disrupting the social order. There's a piece of you, you get a little anxiety, you're like, oh God, I'm gonna be thrown out of the village. They're gonna eat me out there. I better not excel. I'm gonna get hammered. You guys ever heard of crabs in the bucket? Stay with me for a second. Anybody, yeah? We got crabs in the bucket here. Okay, tell tell me about crabs in the bucket. (laughs) I learned this from Michael Heron who was an American gladiator. He
1: said that crabs in a bucket, you can fill up the bucket. You don't even have to put a lid on the bucket because the first
0: one that tries to escape, the other crabs will pull him back down. We are crabs. We are crabs. How do you speak about people who do well? How are how many, you know, how many of you, you don't have to raise your hands, even though we are on the radio. I say radio, <laughs> podcast. How many of you speak kind of sideways about somebody who's like, oh, look at her, she's got all that. Mm." Right? So what you're doing when you do that is you're telling yourself, I better not do that or people are going to speak like that about me. I made it a rule for myself a very long time ago when people excel, whether it's with talent, money, love, anything. I yes, I have that initial pang of, oh, oh, that. But then I don't go, well, me. I go, awesome, yes please. That's what you want to start saying because you want to tell yourself it is safe to excel. And let me tell you something about love and friendship that I have learned in my own life. This may or may not be true for you, but a long time ago I, it was no longer right for me to be with someone. And he was very mad, and you know, understandably. And um, I was sad because I cared about him very much. And he wouldn't talk to me, and I realized I don't need. He doesn't have to be my friend. I am his friend. He can call me anytime. I am right here. I can think happy thoughts about him all day. Like, oh, I hope he's got a hot new girlfriend. I hope he's having a great day. I hope he's having that awesome breakfast he likes. I hope he's bike riding. I hope he's kicking ass. You know, I don't. He doesn't have to be friend. Matt. Love is a thing that. When you fall in love, you're looking for a place to express that love that lives inside of you, right? And we've got it flipped like we're looking to get. The key to that joy is the give, right? Don't you feel amazing when you give? How many people in here have volunteered? Don't you feel incredible at the end of the day? You're like, yeah, I can the wear I washed dishes for three hours. I'm an amazing job. Give me something else to do. You know, don't you feel like that? Because that's the vitamin we're missing in this culture. Who knows what scurvy is? Right? It was on the ships way back when. That's why they call them limeys. They're all going to die because it was a vitamin C deficiency. They just needed a lime. Volunteering and giving is the lime we need now. Giving without expectation is the lime we all need now in the Western world, right? Can't you see it everywhere? Where's mine? I don't know. Go give something. People get depressed because they don't have. Go give something. If you're breathing, go give something if you feel bad. Do that. That's how I ended up in Thailand that time. So if you excel in your career and your life and your money, and your family starts having opinions about it, you, can, you have choice. Like the normal response is, Oh, ow, you hurt me. Another possibility is, I know, right? Look at me. I'm such a brat. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> you know? I have a budget. I'm not going to buy you everything in the world. And then everybody comes to you, I need, I need. I know you do. Let me tell you how I earn money so you can go do it, too. Worst thing you can do is give people with two good legs, two good arms, and a great brain everything they need. You will handicap them.
1: I want more
0: and see up Say that so my people at home can hear.
1: Want in one hand, shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. (laughs)
0: I'll let Mark, my brilliant engineer, decide if he wants to beep that. Um, (laughs) Does that make sense? That's a lot of sense. The question is, does it provide you with any more freedom in your gut? Does it open up a little air for you?
2: It's opened up a lot of air. I think like moving out and everything, especially with my family being like that, mm-hmm. it was the most like gratifying thing to be like, you know what, like I need to think about myself, I need to think about my happiness and when I'm happy, everybody around me will feel it mm-hmm. and I'll tell them how to be happy. Yeah. Because I'll express like what I'm feeling and how good it feels. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes,
0: exactly. And you're talking about raising the level. And you, can raise, you raise the level in the room not by taking other people and making them better. You raise the level by being your best self you can, openly sharing anything anyone wants to know, and having a good day. And happiness is quite largely a choice. What makes you happy changes. I have a friend who died um, twice in a coma, uh, was in a coma for three and a half weeks. And was on 12 or 14 life support machines we saved him came back and he told me that he saw the meaning of life on a piece of poster board in his dream and i was like oh my god what did it say he's like i don't remember i was like no no every phone call for weeks after i was like what did it say he's like i don't remember i'm like damn it and finally one day he's like i remember i was like what did it say and he goes well it sounds really crazy it sounds really lame but it's not there it's just be happy And I was like what That's okay and he goes, no, no 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 but it's not that simple you gotta it's a, it, what it told me was you have to think find the thing that makes you happy and then you go get the thing that makes you happy and then that's not the thing that makes you happy anymore then there's something else and you go get the thing that makes you happy you know how many of you have heard it's the journey not the destination how many of you have actually had that experience? Has anyone felt that? I see I see some hands. How many of you get that? Like on a body level? Yes, there are people who get that, right? It's the it's the going, it's the getting, and yes, it is cool to have that thing, but how many of you have felt this sort of after? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It really is the journey. So you get to choose what's my grail, what's my quest. Like when you're gaming, right? <laughs> And you go on a quest? Is it, you know, after you've gotten there and you're sitting there for a while, you're like, hmm, I need a new quest. Right? Because it's the journey. So.
2: It's true. Every single game, you just go through it and then you get in and you're like, okay, what's the next thing I need to do? Exactly.
0: Because we are here for expansion. We are expansive beings. We are here to expand ourselves, to find the next thing, to do the next thing. For some of it, it's rest. Like, I'm here to learn about rest. I've been busting my butt forever taking care of everybody on the planet. I am ready to learn all there is to know about rest. You know? For some of us, it's creation. Right? So, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Come on up. Grab the mic. Grab the mic. I love brave people. I love you guys for being in here. This is nuts. This is crazy, all these people. Hi. Thank you um i'm curious
4: this is going back
0: to kind of a previous yeah. topic um, we surf in here <laughs> i'm a girl it's tangential
4: <laughs> what are you supposed to do about a corporation that you feel like is uh is mistreating you um but is so big that you feel like you can't really do anything about it
0: Is there anything you can share, specifics-wise, that we could create some actionable things with?
4: Sure. Um, I had some issues with PlayStation, specifically, Mm. unfortunately, with their customer service department, I guess. Um, I bought a game, or I had a game, and this is in the PlayStation 3 era, so when you bought digital games, they didn't send you a receipt for the game. They just said, you spent $40 in the store, not what did you buy with the $40. And then all of a sudden that game disappeared from my library uh, off of my list. And so I called them and said, hey, this game is gone. And they were like, well, it's not on your list. And you can't prove that you ever owned it. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Yeah.
0: How long ago was that?
4: So that was the PlayStation 3 era. Okay. And then more more recently, again, uh, I I was buying a game on the the PlayStation 4. And something happened in the process where it was like, okay, I want to check out buy the game, click PayPal, and then the terms of service came up and I accidentally pressed the cancel button instead of the accept button, Uh-oh. and they banned my account uh. automatically because PayPal disputed the charge on my behalf for some reason. Weird. Which is really weird. Yeah, it's kind of a weird scenario. But anyways, so I get on there and I get on their customer service and they were like, well, you have to go and buy a PlayStation Network gift card for the... Uh. For the amount that the game was worth, and give it to us, yeah. and then we'll fix your account. And it took them about a week to fix the account. And they just, you know, they just treated yeah. me. Basically, they, they're treating me like I'm trying to get, I'm trying to swindle them. Right. You know, they're treating me like they're I'm, treating
0: you like they operate.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: people treat you like they act.
4: Right. And so, it's like, so for myself, I can be like, hey, I'm going to stop. i
0: knock myself out of any PlayStation
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was nervous to bring that up, sorry. sorry.
0: Um, well, there's a few things going There's just so many levels of this. Obviously, it is a long crusade for one human being to change a corporation. The question is, how much of your personal energy do you want to spend on it? I would bet money that PlayStation top-level people are not aware right. that this stuff's happening. I would bet money that they would be upset if they knew. The question is, how do you get to them? Yes. Because they do care. Yeah. It's the employees down at the bottom who get confused or they're operating or they've had a bad day and they've just decided, well, you're a crook. Because I've had a lot of them today, mm-hmm. you know. So, one of the things, strategies I've, uh, I think is a good one, is to write a, find out who the CEO and who, the CEO people are always trying to get to, but who's the VP of marketing? Who's the VP of customer relations? Send them a letter and don't send them an email write them a nice like a card and print out the email chains and pop them in there and say look this was my experience and also speak to people like you want them to be say I think you know obviously you're really accomplished and you work hard for this company I think you'd be upset if you knew what was going on and this is what happened to me you know this is how you can contact me I was treated like I was trying to rip the company off I'm a longtime loyal customer and it wasn't good you know, when I go into someone's business, if or if I have a, an attorney that I work with on um, asset protection stuff, and I had some experiences in one part of the company that weren't reflective, and I shared that. He's like, wow, I had no idea, and he fixed it. People don't know. When you get big, people don't know what's going on, and you let them know, and they make it right. There's a lot of good in the world, PlayStation included, you know, that you can... That's one way to do it. The other thing, too, is shift your purchases to the indies, you know, shift to the people that you can get to more directly because ultimately what's uncomfortable in all that is that feeling of helplessness and that feeling of being misunderstood. You know, the other things you can do is remind yourself, well, I'm not that guy. They misunderstood me. That's their problem wasn't my error, it was their error. My money is gone, which is what pisses me off. I am inconvenienced over here, which is also what pisses me off. Let me deal with my inconvenience and my money loss by sending these notes to these two people, or however many you decide, and you know, if it comes back, it comes back. I've done the most empowered, intelligent thing I can think of, and I'm going to go have fun now. That's a big thing, is where do you put your energy? If you put your energy into where you're pissed off, what you pay attention to grows you guys know that uh, thing, there's a, I don't know what you call it, metaphor, whatever, I'm bad with that stuff, um, about, there's a racetrack, and it's got, it's a really got a hair, hairy curve, and behind that hairy curve is a wall. And everybody who goes out and learns to race on that racetrack is like, oh my God, I don't want to crash into the wall. I don't want to crash into the wall. And they're staring at that wall as they're flying around the corner, and guess where they go? Into the wall. <laughs> and the, the trainer says to them, stop looking at the wall. Look where you want to go. Look at the track. We spend a lot of our lives going, I don't like that. Yeah, that. You see that? I don't like that. That. That thing I'm feeding energy to. See it? I'm feeding it to more. I'm feeding it more. Instead of going, ugh, yuck. I want that. You know? That's how you move it. That's how you move the equation. And that's how you take your own power back and feel better. Yes, no, it's not right. Those kind of customer service errors suck. And I bet you anything, companies want to know about them. But how many employees at the lower level are going listen i have this guy today and i think i made a mistake no one's going to do that it's up to you yeah very true yeah thank you thank you i have a hand over here yes you got a mic yay
1: yeah I, I just wanted to you know kind of validate what you were saying um with the because you know since we're able to give specific examples here um i got my wife's ring the ring that i got her we got it through morgan jewelers and you know get because we get the insurance on it because, I mean, my wife can lose stuff and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so one day she's at work and she comes back and the main diamond, like the main thing was missing.
0: The expensive part's gone. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And, I was like, and she was like freaking out. And I said, don't worry about it. Like I got the insurance on it. Let's just go down to it is Morgan Jewelers. And I said, let's just go down to Morgan. We'll talk to them. They'll get it all sorted out. And so I had the paper, like I brought all the paperwork that they gave me just to be sure. Like some of it I knew I didn't need, but I was like, I'm just, I here's all of it. And so we went and I said, here's all the stuff, like, I don't know what the, where the policy is, but like, I, I bought it, like, I know I bought it, and so, like, just fix this. He goes, oh, well, you don't have the specific thing that you need, like, you don't have this paper. And I said, well, like, I know I bought it. And he goes, well, he's like, unless you, he's like, do you have the paper, like, at home or something? Because unless you have the paper, we can't do anything. And I said, no, like, I don't, the employee didn't give me a paper at the time. Can you, like, look up the purchase and blah, blah, blah. And we went back and forth, and I was getting really, really mad, and so... We, he ended up not doing anything for us and saying you wouldn't replace it. So we went home and I was just super mad, like complaining to my wife and like, ah, oh, this stupid Morgan jeweler, I'm going to, and she's like, well, if you were that employee, like you would have said the same thing. Cause you're stuck. Like that's the policy. Like, and so I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. And so I said, I did, I did what you were, you know, telling who's what's it to do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> and sorry, you know. no, it's but, bad. But we, I sent a letter into their corporate o- email into their corporate office, and the vice president of the company ended up getting in touch with me, and he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry about what happened. Like, I just called that store, and I told them that, like, that you're going to be coming in whenever, and to take care of everything that you need." Yeah. And so it ended up being an awesome experience. It's so, so great,
0: isn't it? it it's, yeah. So that yeah. does work. Thanks for that. It's it's like the news. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what my father calls the news, but um, it's basically all the bad stuff. There's a reason it's all the bad stuff because fear is an incredible motivator and that's not news it's a show on TV that used to be news that now needs to maintain your eyeballs so it can get money from advertisers if it was actual news it would be a lot more good news and some bad news because that's the reality of the world it has skewed what we think is out there and so as a result did you guys see what was that movie Oh God, with George Clooney and Hugh Laurie Tomorrowland was it? Uh, you saw it, you were the other ones who saw it, yeah um, I, 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 it wasn't one of my favorites but um, there was a moment at the end that Hugh Laurie, and I'm going to horribly paraphrase it but this is what stuck in my head, I'm sorry if it's not what was written, writer, because writers are brilliant um, where Hugh Laurie's ranting and raving and it's all coming to the big climax and he says, we sit the TVs down there and we put the stuff on the TVs all that bad stuff is a warning to tell you to stop acting like that and go the other way. Get better. But you didn't. You just wanted more of the bad stuff. So that's what you created. We're in that right now. But we, this, like, I'm not kidding you. We, this group of people in here, can butterfly effect this thing with how we behave and what we do. Every single one of you has power. Whether you want to use it is up to you. I invite you, because I'm not doing this alone. And I thank you so much for being here today. See you. That is it for another episode of The Art of Money. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, You can download episodes at theartofmoney.libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. You can download episodes and find the RSS feed there. We are on iTunes as well. Please uh, leave a review. That helps other people find us if they're looking for us. The Art of Money.